It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Uh, with us today is David Brong, uh, the mayor of Clinton. Good morning, uh, Mayor. Good morning. I Your honorship. Like I'm in a science class. What? Your honorship. Thank you very much. David Barong, a classmate. How you doing? That's right, my friend. Red Citizen. Tornado. Citizen, Red Tornado, co-Red Tornado. Yes, sir. You and I. Yes, sir. That's right. I can't think of anyone that was and a Red now, Tornado that's just not this bubbling, wonderful person. Can you? I know. Well, <laughs> I refuse to be the Joe Bidens of the world, even though we're about Joe's age. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> you know, off the air, Harold and I were talking about what it was, how turbulent it was in the '60s, and I wanted to compare that to what we're going through now, and and uh, and is it better now? You know what? I, this, you know, all this campus things, you know, DEI, yeah, DEI, well, yeah, equity. I, I would say <laughs> it was more comprehensive in the uh, late '60s and '70s. The upheaval. And there were people that were more conscious of why they were upset. I mean, they were more, there was more depth. Uh, you know, it was the Vietnam War. And, of course, there was this huge social change happening that had the ripple effects we all know about now. And it is, it is kind of, right now, fun, fundamentally changed our social structure. And those things are pretty comprehensive, in, in my view. See, and, and that's exactly what my view is. We had the Soul Dad Brothers. We had the Black Power Movement. There was Malcolm X. There was Dr. King. All well, then, of these people then, were fighting for things now that we don't need to fight for anymore. And by law, I'm looking at the government making a major change that helped in the 60s. There, it was needed. Now, did we overcorrect? Have we got to a point now where we, we, we're actually discriminating to right a wrong that doesn't exist? Well, I think that's the kind of the natural result of kind of extreme movements. They tend to create extremes. I mean, you have to be very careful, yeah, and, it, and 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 you don't know where you're all where it's all going to land. You you know you have a kind of a goal of you know equality and that sort of thing that are important, uh, but you don't know what you're actually stamping on. Um, that was pretty good stuff that's is lost in transition, and that's what we're finding ourselves. I think today. Um, and, and all sorts of things. I well, mean, the one thing, human that, relationships one thing that's different today different. than maybe then, it seems like, is the polarization of the legislature you know, on a national basis. I am, and of course, I know that in some ways they're reflective of the general public because they are elected, you know, by the general public. I mean, I can't see legislators as just being s such odd ducks that they that they don't have beating hearts like the rest of the electorate. Uh, but they are representing uh, what I call a civil war. Uh, you know, I'm reading a book on, on Lincoln now, uh, a rival's book. And Team of Rivals? Team of Rivals. And yeah. It's a Good fantastic book. book. It's mm -hmm. a historical book. But what's going on in the country, uh, not to over-parallel uh, it, but, it, it, I mean, the similarities are, you know, are, are, are there. We so in the 60s, uh, you know, uh, Lyndon Johnson backed out of the presidency because it looked like uh, he was inevitable that he was going to, he was probably going to get beat if he ran again. Well, he took I, Is Biden going to get beat if he runs again? <laughs> Biden, I don't see, I don't see how he physically, I mean, you know, and, and, and this isn't, this isn't a Republican Democrat thing. I just, to me, he just, he looks weary 
and I, I just don't even know if he could talk himself ultimately into and to running. I think I don't know that he can physically and mentally and everything else hold up to it. Well, you know, in those days, um, and I'm thinking back, Robert Kennedy was the front runner for the Democratic Party, and he was assassinated. And then that left no one really uh, to run against Nixon to speak of. They had some uh, uh, Hubert Humphrey, I Hubert think. Hum- Humphrey. Yeah, 1968. Uh, yeah. He ran. Uh, when you talk Lovely. about when you talk about surviving uh, as a country, that you look back on that. Even when we were in it, it was pretty obvious we were going through the 60s yeah. was an absolute atom bomb. Thank you. Very turbulent. And it was our generation. The three of us well, are sitting here representing children. I mean, I would look at the leaders and actually be a part of why we don't have a discussion that include everyone. Why do we have to force people to do what was right? And why would the government even get involved in it? That was a question then and still a question now. Well, we- I, I, there's just so much you can hope for from human governments. I, you know, I always say if you eliminate humans, you're not going to have any problems. And unfortunately, that is not the case. And we don't tend to, we don't tend okay. to, we don't tend to get uh, expo- exponentially better as human beings. How do, how do we feel about the Supreme Court? And we decide what political party needs to dominate that conversation. Well, that's always been the case. I mean, the, depending on how what presidents uh, are able to nominate. Uh, Supreme Court justices. And we've just become more strident. It's more visible. It's more electronic. I mean, everybody now knows kind of what's going on. Games are, are played openly and publicly yeah. about the court. And what we've done is we're dismantling the credibility of the structure, and uh, no, that everyone is a law. That's everyone's a loser. Yeah, uh, you're. It's a loser. Anytime you've been able to like make it a, a conservative or a liberal court. You know, and yeah. then it's a Democrat or Republican court. Then you have you have shot yourself. I the, saw that the trust element is gone, um, and and we can't we can't survive. I saw that with country. President Biden. I thought one of the most disgraceful things you could ever do is to tell during the campaigning that I'm going to select a black woman to be on the court, right. and I'm going to do this. And I, that is nonsense, folks. And it takes me to a point that makes me. Just insane. It really is. I'm, I try to put my arm around it. I can't embrace that kind of nonsense. Well, it's because society does not demand of the president, in that case, to be what is correct. And that Meaning is, we just uh, vote on him, yeah, put him in office. And, and, and you know, it's kind of like the dog chasing its tail. It's not just the president that's making a mistake there. It's society that's making a mistake. And it's because we've lost our mooring. We have lost who we are. Have we, Harold? Interesting point, but we're going to move ahead now okay, to the city of right. Clinton. Oh, well, let's the go mayor. over there. All these things exist there and here. Anywhere yeah. you go, if there's <laughs> people there. So tell <laughs> me what's going on right now. I know that you're very excited about the hospital being open. I, we, we have an excellent administrator there. We do. And uh, did you say you're going to have him on sometime? You should. We've, we've had we, him on, and yes. we're going to have him on again. You know, yeah. he's a he's a very good. Colorful. Huh? He's Standing colorful. tall. Yeah. Yes, athlete, former athlete, but um, he's uh, doing a great job. And um, is he going to be permanent? Well, I think that's what I, I'm not on the hospital trust authority, so I, it's hard for me to speak to that. But I, I think it's everyone's intention that they move to a you know a permanency, and I think that's what he wants. So um, it's just a matter of correct, I guess, timing. So the hospital is coming uh, coming along. And uh, I, the remarks I get from citizens who are experiencing care there 
um, are almost overwhelmingly uh, positive, emergency room and also the overnight care. And uh, they're taking care of, you know, some uh, little wrinkles that have to be ironed out, which, uh, you know, are part of uh, a new startup. Like what? And, and waiting. Huh? I'm curious. What, what kind of wrinkles? Well, I mean, like the lab work, you know, the, that was not ready to go as much as they thought it was. So it, it stalled a very important part of the health care process, and, and now it's back. And they've, they've got a, an oversight lab person you know, from out of state coming and uh, I, I guess instructing and and uh, the, the personnel. It's all I think that's been taken care of. So there is a period, though. Are you past the period where you had to be open to get we get are the license? That, well, and and yes, it's a torturous process. Twenty patients, and they've done all that. And um, there was an article in the paper that pretty well detailed uh, from the CEO that you know there's a you have to just get through the frustration of it being slower than you think from a common sense standpoint. But uh, we're waiting for authorization at the federal level on our Medicaid, Medicare, and get that license back. And uh, we may have to tweak some things, but they're hoping still, I think, by the first of the year, this will all be set up and running. And, of course, there are other things happening in Clinton that uh, are exciting. This is the year, this next year in 2024, we're going to be letting bids on this $60 million highway project, um, which um, is going to be monumental, we think, historical for Clinton uh, in terms of what that's going to provide for our citizens uh, in terms of uh, business, sales, uh, access to the community that we haven't had since they built the interstate. Good point. We'll talk more about that. You're listening to The Right Time for Western Oklahoma. Our guest on the program today is Mayor David Brong from uh, Clinton this morning on the program. We'll talk more about what's going on in Clinton right after these messages. Seasons Eatings. Here's to a delicious holiday season from all of us at Casa Soto. Eat, drink, and be merry. Warmest wishes for a blessed Christmas from Casa Soto. It's Christmas time, which means the chaos begins. From the food to the gifts, there is so much to do. Shop Deer Creek Market and Hydro and hit two birds with one stone. Deer Creek Market has the best meat and cheese trays, unique holiday gift baskets, and delicious candy and nuts at Natopia Nuts and More. Deer Creek Market and Hydro has everything you need for your Christmas events. Remember, two birds, one stone when you shop Deer Creek Market. Merry Christmas from everyone here at Deer Creek Market and Natopia Nuts and More and Hydro. For Christmas, we're talking washers and dryers. David, uh, tell us about this really beautiful LG for a great price. First of all, these things look great. They're black stainless LG. You can stack them. They're front load. Set them side to side. You can put them on pedestals. But the best part about it right now is, man, we've got the box stores creamed on this. $14.49 at the box stores. We're $9.99 each on these until we sell out on them. Great deal. Top Fest on McCorner, Main and Custer in downtown Weatherford. Shop Western Oklahoma this holiday season. This is Joel Kendall, board president for the Weatherford Area Chamber of Commerce, and I want to remind you to shop local this Christmas. We are stronger when we work together, and by shopping local and shopping Weatherford, we are doing our part to keep Weatherford strong. There's nothing like the personal touch you get from a local business, so keep it local this Christmas. A reminder from Deer Creek Market, the Weatherford Chamber of Commerce, Daisy Lou Boutique, and South Canadian Meats. Unwrap savings at H&C Supply in Weatherford. If you're looking for the perfect Christmas gift for Dad, look no further than H&C. 
your one-stop shop for premium brand tools and supplies at unbeatable prices. Their shelves are stocked with name brands like Proto, DeWalt, Crescent, Milwaukee, and Makita. With savings up to 40%, they beat the big box stores every time. Just off I-40 in Weatherford, that's H&C Supply. Great products, exceptional service. Season's greetings from the Blakeburn Clinic. Enjoy this special time with family and friends and make some new ones as well. From our practice to your home, the Blakeburn Clinic wishes you the best of Christmas and an exceptionally healthy new year. Good morning. You're listening to the right time for Western Oklahoma. I was trying to find my bell. I feel like I'm in a boxing match. (laughs) We're out. Mustafa and I are getting after it. Boom, boom. Oh, no. I have to ring that bell to kind of stop the action. That's right. That's part of our program is when we're off the air. Please stop the action. Please. (laughs) So you're getting ready for a play, huh? I'm real surprised that uh, Mustafa hadn't uh, come up with a Santa Claus joke this morning. Oh, I forgot all about Santa. Yeah, Santa's coming to town. No, no, I know that. Better watch out. Better not pout. You know what's the difference? You know what's the difference in the uh, in the Christmas alphabet and the uh, our no Arabic no. They don't. There's no L in Christmas alphabets. No (laughs) no L no L. Okay, I got it. (laughs) All right, thank you. Yeah, very very good. (laughs) Really glad I got up. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, we've been just, waiting for that joke all day, Mustafa. Yeah, yeah, I know. That was pretty exciting. I was teasing him with the promo. Thank you. Folded up the Christmas jokes. Yeah, that's a red tornado joke. So uh, you, you talk about that the exchange. We've got uh, Brent Omquist on Wednesday. We'll talk about that. Yeah, exchange. he's a good overseer uh, and he really knows what's going on. Well, we've got a lot of road projects going on. The bridge over at Clinton, uh, right. the, the other bridge, the is other being bridge. redone. The that's other bridge. Big. The interstate's going to be pretty well torn up for those people. <laughs> Going from California on. It's tough. Uh, we went to, over to the city the other day, and, and on the way, we noticed the lane over by uh, Methodist Road yes. just after you crossed the bridge was packed or stacked up. And by, by the time we came home that evening, it was pretty much open. You know, if they'd just gone to the Jetson concept, you remember the Jetsons? Yeah. yeah. And we'd get off the roads and stop beating them up so much, and oh, we'd yeah. just fly everywhere. Get get Fred Flintstone's feet off the highway. Well, he's the one he's that... those roads Yeah, this up, is man. more of a Flintstone concept <laughs> than we have a Jetson concept. <laughs> yeah, it's just a constant beating down. I mean, it's kind of... Well, there's a strip. And we need the trucks, but honestly, the, the trucks, the weight of the trucks over a period of time is going to do it. Yeah. Do it. Pay. You know, gonna, how I wasn't gonna... in the middle of the politics that led to the demise of the, the railroad, but I think I think everyone agrees that that was has was a, a question mark in the historical development of transportation that to that demise. I think you know has led uh, to uh, an enormous amount of activity on the interstates um, and the loss of. The, the rail is in terms of taking the ultimate ironic thing is when you see a a train carrying all of the uh, boxes that go on the uh, trucks. trucks on the trucks yeah, yeah. and we're so we're missing that i think but we're that day's gone it is well we're looking forward to having trucks with no drivers Maybe that'll help us have less yeah. accidents. I am not looking forward to that i don't understand that <laughs> i mean i understand. i mean it'd be less accidents wouldn't it well, that's what I. That's. I don't know. The human question. factor. Well, now we'd let be me taken ask out. you something. Okay. When the granddaughter, my granddaughters, when they make that uh, honk sound, yeah, you know, the, the honk move, 
uh, uh, okay. I mean, uh, these, <laughs> these driverless uh, semis, they won't be able to do that. Any honking. Well, they've yeah, got. Oh, surely Well, I think that, uh, you know, there'll always be some drivers out there, the way I understand it. But uh, it, it's uh, interesting because we have so many trucks. I mean, the other day, that when that started backing up at the bridge. Yeah. There were I would I would have counted about a hundred trucks along there. If they would do if they would do what they do in some places in Texas, we have truck lanes. These guys that's the only lane they can drive in. And out here on the interstate, we get a guy going up a hill, and I guarantee you it'll be about another ten cars behind him before right. he gets past whatever he's trying. Well, when to I pass. was in the legislature, I tried to pass a bill to that effect. When there's three lanes or more, that that one was designated as a truck lane, like right. Texas. Guess what? What? The trucking industry. Uh, fought that, yeah, I can see why, and so did ODOT. They fought it. Why? I don't, you know that. Well, they just didn't want to do it. Expense. Yeah. Well, you know they have that on two lane highways in a lot of places. You know. Yeah. But you, you know, two lane. It's almost. I mean, a four lane road where you've got two lanes. It's right. almost impossible to have a truck lane because they've got their cars that they then they can't pass. I mean, you. Right. So, but you get more than two lanes. You get three, then you could have a truck lane. And the most I could get was, if you see the signs out, was a bill that says you stay over in the right lane, but most people ignore that. Is there a difference between staying in the the passing lane is what I understood the left lane to be? It's supposed to be, yeah. But I see people over there driving, and because they're driving the speed limit, they feel like they can just lollipop right there. They're creating a problem. That's against the law. That is against the law if you have someone to give, give them a ticket. Oh. You got to have a patrolman there. I mean, you just can't. Oh, speaking of patrolman, I saw four of them Saturday night. I mean, these guys were blocking the block. One guy, I'll say this before I get out of here. They, this one Cadillac was pulled over. He left that and then got in the lane and took on off and started speeding again. And there he ran into another cop. Interesting. Good stuff. Well, I, I, I would it. say this that okay. it's very difficult to enforce that law because, you know, if you're out there in that lane, who's to say you're not trying to pass? So unless it unless the patrolman's right there and sees it actually happening, you're probably not going to stop somebody, and that's the problem. I mean, and then you have these people who come up behind you. You're trying to allow a little space in that lane yeah, because yeah. there's a truck in the left lane, and he's trying to get around another truck going about seventy, and he's going seventy-two. Right. And he's trying to get around that truck, right? Yeah. And you're allowing a little space, and guess what happens? You got these guys that come by yeah, real fast, yeah. and, and they go in front of. You. Oh yeah, yeah. Zooming around, and, and I, that's scary, too. So, anyway, that's my soapbox. I, sometimes I see them coming from the back, and I know it's wrong. And I say, hey, he's going to shoot this gap if I don't hurry up. So, I'll speed up intentionally just to keep him from getting in there. there you go. And then the truck all of a sudden stops, <laughs> and you hit the rear end of the truck. Drive right That's an accident. So, who, who, okay. you just got to be careful there drive seems to defensively. There's an elementary principle in there that we should be able to discuss. Uh, 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 well, uh, <laughs> it's all everyone loses. An element. This is elementary. A, your yeah, elementary, elementary school principle. That's right. Like, be a good citizen. Citizen. That's that's it. <laughs> my, Mrs. Pear taught that. You're supposed to be a good citizen. Well, I mean, my wife goes, she, it drives her crazy when somebody's hanging out in that left lane. And, of course, if I do, she goes, David, get over. So, yeah. so I have I have a built-in get out of that left lane. Yeah, right. Uh, courtesy is is what that's all about. It it's, is. Uh, it, it goes back to grade school. I really think it does. Yeah. But people shoot folks. You know, for getting out in that no lane. No joke. So they be- call it road rage. <laughs> and it's usually white trucks. Road no. rage. <laughs> yeah. So the trucks are an important part of our economy. We, you know, we, we need them. 
Uh, those so, guys seem to be creating more wrecks nowadays. Well, I don't well, know. Think Maybe, about, they think will about, tell you that the other people create think the wrecks, about the, the two-wheelers. Think about the Amazon thing. How many more trucks are on, on the road now? Right. Well, in the U.S. Post Office, there, I saw a documentary on that. They've, they've geared up this year because last year all of them got behind, not just the postal system, but right. but the uh, all of this, all of them got behind on Christmas delivery last year, and they've ramped up big time this year to try to meet the needs. So, I wonder well, if green machines are taking over that market as far as battery-operated equipment as opposed I don't know. to gas. That's a good question. What that, else is going on in Clinton before we get out of here? We're about <laughs> out of time, believe it or not. Well, I mean, uh, you mentioned uh, we've got uh, some cultural things happening. You know, we've got uh, the Playhouse is going to be doing a play as Fiddler on the Roof in uh, February, and there's a huge cast from Weatherford, Clinton, Thomas, Elk City, people participating in the play. And Now, Christopher uh, Curtis plays the lead in that. Yes, uh, uh, Tavia, and it's hard to me to believe that that very popular uh, musical and film was 1971, 1971, and uh, some of the songs have transcended time. Fifty-three uh, years. Yeah, uh, but uh, I think it's a important play. It's it's timely. You know, it's a Jewish community. It's all about it. In 19, early part of the 20th century, prior to the Bolshevik Revolution, and it's the Tsar of Russia. You know, the, the Jewish people has just, you know, picked the time in history where they're being persecuted, you know, through the Old Testament, through everything. But this is a time where they were being persecuted uh, in the Ukraine, what is now Ukraine. Uh, it's a, it, it's a, it's it's a, it's a whimsical. Uh, a lot of the music is what I call haunting. It's a, it's romantically haunting music. It's it's just it's gr- it's going to be a great show. I think. When is Con- the what are the dates content. of that? Well, it's mid February. Don't hold me to that. It's mid February. But you're working on it now, doing the stage. They're starting to work on yeah. it. Yeah, Singing and uh, yeah, Margie uh, Anderson, who is a professional. And I met her. She's actually, outstanding. She from is, OU, right? Yes, the teacher but, and, uh, drama yes, at OU. Yes, and then she's so connected with some a lot of the different places, high schools that she uh, produced speech programs, and now she's a pro. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright, brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.